0: No, so I had Tommy John in my oh, you to- oh
1: damn. Well, that means you can throw harder now.
0: No, no. So I didn't okay. do the rehab. So uh.
1: <laughs> how you doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Water Boys Podcast, a member of the Crossing Broad Podcast Network. I am Coach Gary, and with me, as always is Mr. Kyle Pagan, but before we get into today's episode, we have a new sponsor to tell you about, 3-Dimensional Physical Therapy. Tired of pretending that nagging pain in your back, shoulder, or knee isn't really bothering you? You don't need to wait for a doctor's appointment, x-rays, or pain pills. You can see a physical therapist like the pros do to help you get better, faster, and easier than you think. 3-Dimensional Physical Therapy are the specialists in sports and orthopedic PT and can get you moving again pain-free. 3-DPT is owned by physical therapists, not a hospital or a physician group. Their only focus is getting you back to your best health possible. Whether it's getting back to the gym, golfing without pain, or even taking a tackle from Alex Singleton, you can get one-on-one time with physical therapists and personal care. They have five locations in South Jersey and were voted the best of South Jersey. Three-dimensional physical therapy will get you moving again. Their info is linked below or visit 3DPT.com. com to learn more.
2: Gary, I want to tell you about pointsbet.com. Pointsbet.com, also in the description of the podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, on the description of the YouTube, pointsbet.com, promo code Waterboys Get up to $250 free. Put in $50, get $50 back. $100, $100 back. $250, $250 back. I don't have any bets this week.
1: Bet the season prop of Alex Singleton over tackles.
2: Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Great foreshadowing.
1: Yeah, if everyone has not understand what's going on here, we have a... We have a current Philadelphia Eagle on the podcast. We're very excited about it. Alex Singleton joins the podcast. We talk about all kinds of things, his work with the Special Olympics, a little bit of review of his career up to getting to the Philadelphia Eagles and his eventual success with the Eagles. So let's not delay any longer and go right into our conversation with Eagles linebacker Alex Singleton.
2: All right, we've got an exciting one. We're here. We're joined by Eagles linebacker Alex Singleton. Alex, thanks for coming on, man. How's it going?
0: Appreciate you guys having me. It's good, man. You know, in California, enjoying the off season.
2: Man, we're like, we're sitting here in, in gloomy Philadelphia. It's going to be 50 degrees on Wednesday. So that's what we have to look forward to basically.
0: Hey, you know, it's getting warmer. It's not a, well, you're still in the snow.
2: So maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. snow Just snowed again. It's probably going to snow this week sometime, but, uh, but yeah, man, thanks for joining us. And uh, you know, we've been seeing all over Twitter. You've been doing a couple you interviews, You've been all over Twitter and whatnot with your big sister, Ashley. Tell us a little bit about, you know, your guys' YouTube workout channel, the the Polar Pop, and your, uh, and your involvement in uh, the Special Olympics?
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it all started, I guess, you know, when quarantine, you know, started last year. Special Olympics, actually, Calgary originally, where, you know, I played in the CFL. They reached out because they were doing Facebook Live workouts, you know, just for, you know, people to join and, you know, kind of be able to get a workout at home. And, so they asked if I wanted to do one. And I was like, yeah, well, why don't I have my sister do it with us? And we'll kind of make it, you know, inclusive for everybody, kind of have, you know, all kinds of skill level, you know, kind of be able to show whatever knowledge I have of working out to, you know, everybody. And so we did two of those last summer and, you know, we enjoyed doing it. So we decided like, Hey, why don't we, cause I'm going to be home again this off season. Why don't we do two or three a week and just kind of make a thing out of it, start our own little YouTube channel. And so people can go back and do it. And it's kind of, you know, become a, a fun big thing, Uh, you know, it's just Alex and Ashley Singleton on YouTube and, you know, so we do a 30-minute workout on Mondays and Thursdays every week to just kind of show people, you know, what I'm helping her to stay in shape and to be able to kind of show people what to do and, you know, Special Olympics is a huge part of it, obviously, you know, I know a lot of different affiliates with Special Olympics, you know, cities all over the country and and Canada and really the world, you know, I've talked to people in Europe that are doing them with us and, you know, a lot of uh, classes and stuff are using it, you know, a lot of the, you know, even high schools are using it to just kind of, yeah, their PE classes, you know, everyone's yeah. getting, so oh, it's just so monotonous right now, just with all the, all, you know, what you can do at this point, you know, in quarantine. So it kind of weights, yeah, right? no, no weights. Weight. So, That's yeah, all just, just body weight, you know, kind of, I, you know, our idea is to be able to be able to stand in your room, you know, in the smallest spot and be able to do it. And, you know, just kind of knock it out. And I think Ashley's definitely more of the entertainer than I am. So I think that's really why people come. It's not because of me. I think you, I, a few Eagle fans might trickle in every once in a while, but it's really all for Ashley, which is what it's all about. And yeah, you know, and like you, and then the other thing, you know, the, you know, the polar pop with, uh, Pennsylvania special Olympics, you know, Philadelphia special Olympics, which is obviously, you know, something I played for this year. And, uh, you know, so they're doing their polar pop right now, which is, you know, the polar plunge where they usually would have a big event at, uh, oh, yeah. I believe it's usually at Penn, but obviously this year, you know, with people not being able to get together, they're just popping, you know, cold water balloons yeah. over your head. So, you know, we did ours, you know, my team is, you know, uh, Eagles pop Eagles, you know, and it's, uh, you know, if you go to PA polar org, it's easy. You can donate, join our team, you know, do whatever you want. Uh, And just be involved. And then, yeah, you know, Special Olympics, it's huge. And my, you know, big thing with it all is that during this time, you know, I know so many, you know, people, whether they're friends with my sister or just, you know, athletes that I've met, you know, in my career and, you know, just schools that I go to and talk to and meet, you know, students, teachers and all that. Just how many you know, quarantine, everything's been hard on everybody, but to have a population of people who some don't even know why they're not allowed to go to school. Mm-hmm. Some don't know why they're not going to their events on the weekends anymore, or why their practices are canceled. And, and so, you know, to give back as much as I can to that organization is, has been huge, especially this last, you know, eight, nine, 10 months now, because, you know, like, I, you know, just thinking what it would be like, you know, cause I know how hard it is for me and man, I mean, my life, has only changed so little, you know, we still had a season. I still get to come home. I still train. Like, you know, a lot of my stuff hasn't changed, but just the amount of people who, you know, aren't working or working from home. And then, you know, this population that might not understand what's going on at all and why, you know, they almost feel like they did something wrong. So to just be able to give them, you know, time, energy, and just something to look forward to in a week is, you know, kind of half the, half the fun in what I like being able to do. And also, you know, to be able to give back to
2: that. So you gave as well, every tackle you made this, this season, did you give, this is our uh, producer to this research, $107 to every tackle and 71 cents? Yeah,
0: so, so I didn't, it was, it was raised money, you know, through people who kind of, huh. you know what, you know, I so saw it was a you know dollar amount. I think, you know, you could do, you know, whatever dollar amount you wanted to, but I know it was about, I know the whole season, I think it was about 16 to 20 people yeah. who were all in all season. And I think it kind of grew as the season went on, but yeah, it ended up being about, a tackle all season and
2: And about $12,000 raised, which is,
0: yeah. And it started off, I mean, as you guys know, I was, you know, just a special team guy early and it would, you know, the goal was to raise 2000, you know, if you get 20 special team tackles in a season, that's a, that's a big year. That's that's a pro bowl (laughs) special team year. So, you know, to, to where it went, uh, was, you know, pretty exciting. Not only obviously my play, but just, you know, where it went for them, you know, was more important and a lot cooler. Yeah.
1: You mentioned, Tom, um, so you, you had to get pulled off a of special teams this year due to injury. What was it kind of like having to go like going into the year, knowing that you were most likely a special team and then the injury, I mean, the injuries with the Eagles this year were historic and you kind of get thrust into it. How's a guy who, you know, was preparing for a special team. This is only your second year with the team, I guess. Yeah. Your second year with the team. were, were you comfortable in the defense right away going into it? Or was it like kind of a shock that you were going right in there?
0: No, you know, going into camp, you know, I'd spent the whole offseason, you know, ready to go. Even during, you know, the year before, even when I was on practice squad, you know, I think, you know, going up and playing in Canada for three years and then having that year on the, you know, bouncing around the league that in 2015, you know, you have to learn how to become professional. And, you know, you guys, you know, Jim Schwartz, he's a guy that you have to know the defense or you're not you're not dressing no matter who you are. So it was kind of a, you know, you always had to know. And when I – before I even play, when I was on practice squad last year, it was – or two years ago now, um, you, you know, we have a question – you know, a questioning game on Saturdays, and he just calls random guys up, and you have to know the game plan for that week. So it was always a thing, you know, before him to always be prepared to play, whether you're playing or not as a starter. So I think when this year it happened, it was kind of – you know, to me it was like I get to prove who I am instead of just, you know – maybe answering a question in a meeting to prove who I was. It was nice to be able to go out there and be like, All right, all these people don't think I can play, but I know I can, so let's don't prove that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that has to be awesome. I mean, what do you so obviously you had your your highlight with that Nick Mullins interception where he basically just had to stand there and he threw it right to you. So would you say I don't know if you remember this, I think it was like week four, I wanna say that Lamar Jackson stutter step, can you take me through that where he threw the touchdown? He went beat the D um, end yeah, off. For the
0: we're uh yeah, he just made B G miss, right?
2: Yeah, did you did you realize this is gonna be everywhere? Because it was everywhere. It went legitimately like viral after that. Like, was yeah, what the worst the- is like
0: I was in like the bad angle of the <laughs> camera. Life. because, you know, all week it was like, Hey, yo, Lamar Jackson's like super good. He's gonna make guys miss, but like, hey, when you're pursuing him, just go after him like a running back, just kind of keep running. Like if you're gonna like put your hands like, you know, up, down, whatever. And so you know, he, we were in the goal line. So like we can add, you know, we were allowed to add once because we have safety help really close. So like at a certain point, the front side backer adds because the backside guy's coming over. And so when BG missed, I was like, Oh, cool. Let's go get him." (laughs) (laughs) And I started running and I was like, Oh, cool. He's holding the ball low. This is going to be fine. I'll be fine. And I was probably, I mean, five, six yards away. It's not like I was anywhere near making it. And he just like, just whips it sideways. And I was like, Oh, that was pretty impressive. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Actually. And the guy caught it, and, you know, sometimes when guys make plays, whether they score or, you know, make a big play, you're just kind of like, I was pretty sick. Yeah, you're just like, well, yeah. yeah. Dudes are going to score, and so it was one of those ones I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then, obviously, you know, a bunch of my buddies, like, send it. Just because you're in the picture, like, it looks like you should have done something. Was
2: the group chat pretty bad that day?
0: It's like, where do you want me to put my hands? (laughs) I didn't know he was going to do that. I was like, I'm just happy I didn't end up, like, falling backwards trying to do something, you know, it's just – yeah, some of those plays you're just like, man, it's it's a cool league to play in. Yeah. Well,
1: the way the NFL is kind of going now, you're getting a lot of these more athletic quarterbacks. I mean, from Kyler Murray to Jalen Hurts, and even guys like like um, Lamar Jackson. I was we kind of a noticeable trend in 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 football right now is that the linebackers are not your traditional thumpers anymore. They've become your faster sideline to sideline guys. Do you think that's because of the influence of the spread offense from college football coming to the NFL? Or is it just that the athletes are getting so fast that the defense needs to adapt with faster players as well?
0: Uh, yeah, you know, I think a little bit of both. I mean, I know my mentality is still like, hey, if you're going to run the ball downhill, you're not, you're not gaining any yards. But We noticed that. <laughs> I think you have to. You have to be able to play both. Like, I think the 260, 265 middle linebacker who just fills an A gap, mm-hmm. you know, no one lines up in an I formation anymore. You know, there's, you know, there's a few fullbacks in the league that are even fullbacks that come downhill. You know, a lot of them are, you know, zone fullbacks who are just kind of creating an extra space like a tight end does just out of a certain situation. So the game, yeah, the game, I exactly that it's getting, it's just becoming a faster game. Like I can only, you know, I'm sure, I don't know what any of it would be, but like top speeds from running backs and quarterbacks and even
2: linebackers, you know, I I'm sure it's, I mean, Daniel Jones is running like 26 miles an hour somehow.
1: Wait, yeah, were you no. on the field for that? Were you on the field for the Daniel Jones tripped over nothing? Oh play? yeah, I was out. Yeah, I was out. But... <laughs> What's that like? The funniest thing you've ever seen happen on a football field? Well, yeah, and
0: I, uh, you know, we had played Pittsburgh a few weeks before that when I like got real messed up on a reverse play, but ended up like chasing the dude down, kind of, and then Slay tackled him, and so I was like, oh, you know, I can catch anybody, whatever. <laughs> and then he took off, and I was like, oh, this will be easy. Like, let's go catch him. And he just started pulling away, and I was like, this dude's kind of fast. That's <laughs> And at some point, you're just like, you know, I'm 20, 30 yards away. It's like, all right, I'm not going to get there. So, yeah. I, you know, you just let him go. You got to save for the next play. And then all of a sudden, you see his feet kind of get too far behind him. And you're like, uh-oh. It's a turf <laughs> monster. down. And he went down, which it's just funny. You're like, oh, you know, thank goodness. Like, yeah.
1: Did anyone know. have a memorable tra- uh, trash talk line? Like, I hear the mic'd up BG. That guy just doesn't stop. Like, did anyone <laughs> yeah. just have to say something to him? Because you, you so- can't do that and not get made fun of in the moment, right? It,
0: I honestly think that everyone's so tired from having to jog the 80 yards down to go like play the next play that everyone's like almost pissed that he didn't score. Yeah. Like, dude, you could have just made it easier for everybody. You just score. We all just go to our sidelines. Like, why do you have to, like,
2: like, now we got to play red zone gotta, defense.
0: We got to restart this. Yeah. <laughs> can't you just walk in? Just, you know, it, but no. Uh, yeah, BG, you can't – it's hard to over – you can't – when BG's going, it's hard to step in and say anything because he is nonstop, which is incredible. Like, and it's nonstop, all game, every yeah. game. Like, even the mic'd up stuff, it doesn't cover half of BG. I know you have oh. to take out so much. So, so much. But it's so, <laughs> it's so fun being out there, like, trying to make a call before a play and he's just going. And then I'll, like, say the call, whatever, line up, and then he'll turn around and be like, Alex, what was the call again? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just, just chirping. Starting. Yeah. You're just out there and it's it's the the best time with that guy. Well, that I was the viral story.
1: clip this year where he's just going and going and going and Fletcher just screamed at him like, "Hey," and he's like, "I got you. I got you. I got yeah. you."
0: So he, you know, that's how he is it. It's it's great and you know Fletcher does it too. That's why that that D-line is really fun to play with.
2: So this is good for you. You have an advantage this year. I don't know if you know this. So you're on a contract year obviously. Do you think you have an advantage over everyone else in the NFL because you've played an 18-game season before?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to go to a 17 game season. I would, I
2: think it starts this year, right? Yeah. it's yeah, this year. They, would,
0: yeah. they, you know, they still haven't decided yet, but wow. yeah, it's going to be a 17 game season. I'm sure. Um, come on. I mean, yeah, I would, yeah. I would say, yeah, but I, I would say I just have more an advantage just because I've always been healthy, you mm. know, like knock on That's wood. Fair. I, I haven't ever had. You know, in my now, this is being, you know, my seventh professional year coming up. I haven't had an injury that's made me miss more than a practice, you know,
2: so. The best ability is availability.
0: Yeah, I think think that would be more of an advantage than, I don't care how many, you know, if we played 30 games, I'd still, I would say the same thing, you know, or if we played five, you know, it wouldn't matter to me. My whole thing is like just being able to make it to Sundays. All
1: right. What was it like playing in the uh, CFL? Because, I mean, I've watched maybe five. I watched that historic one where Johnny Manziel went out and threw like 40 interceptions in the first half. What was it kind of like playing in the CFL and the fanfare around it compared to the NFL?
0: Matt, I, I will say, I love the CFL. You know what? Um, I, like you said, you haven't watched a lot of games. I will say the game's different. It's a, it's a faster game. You know, there's a 20 second play clock. So like you're on and off the field. There's not as much TV timeouts cause obviously like, you know, there's just not as much you know money going into it. So they don't need to have as much commercial breaks. Um, it's a three down game. So like, if you're on special teams, you're out there every 40 seconds, if your team gets stop. So like, it's a, it's a grind. If you play special teams, there's no fair catch. There's no, like, if you let the ball on kickoff, go through the end zone, it's a point for the other team. So you return everything. So like special teams is a true one third of the game and the game it's fat. It's kind of what the NFL is going to that fast sideline to sideline, you know, they have five receivers. Like it's a, a different game. It's fun. I loved it. Uh, the fans were amazing where I was in Calgary. I will say, I I hope they play, you know, in 2021. Mm-hmm. I know not playing in 2020 killed them. You know, obviously, like I said, you know, the money is obviously way different you know just that's coming into that league but man it's a fun league if anyone i a lot of people say it's confusing to learn i'm like if you know football it's can't be that bad yeah, it's a little bigger yeah.
2: field it's a little yeah, more guys feels- on the field yeah. I, think I think it's the-
1: i just think it's the upright being on the on the i guess with the 10 the- it's i'm sitting there i'm like what am i in the 1930s here it's oh, like-
0: it's the best because people run into it oh yeah yes <laughs> <It's the best. laughs> you've never seen like a receiver running a post route and just <laughs> Ding. like you can look up videos from like 2019, dude, still doing
2: it. It's not like it's
0: gone away. That is awesome. hilarious. Um,
2: <laughs> so, obviously, you guys win the Grey Cup in eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. How many beers did we have out of the Grey Cup? I I saw that video A of lot. you at the at the parade. I, uh,
0: you know, so the parade was. We played Sunday. I think the parade was Tuesday. I actually got to take the trophy home Monday night. I was, you know, because the captains got it like the first four days. So I had it Monday night. And you, I don't know. There is an audio from, but I like was talking like this. (laughs) Like it was bad. (laughs) I showed up to that. Uh, A lot. A lot of beers. You know, it's it's a cool, you know, it's the oldest trophy in North America. So it's kind of cool. It's got, you know, teams from like 1904 on it. So, oh, it, you man. know, the Stanley cup was pretty much like built off of that. That's why they look yeah. the same. So it's like super cool. You know, we got to walk around the city and like you go into a bar and just like go to the tap and fill it up and like pass it around the bar. Oh. And so it, it's, it's a, it's a
2: really good time. So that's the, that's the, that's the blue collar cup because they would never let that happen with the Stanley cup. No, they you can't do. just pass it you, around. No, the you Stanley know, cup gets know, out they'll, there. They'll, yeah. Can you pass oh, it around though? I feel like that guy oh, with the, with the Hank, oh, with the yeah. hands. No, well, if, they,
0: if, once they win, yeah, when the guys have it, it that it's, oh yeah, it's all, you just I got, a- I mean, <laughs> if you're in the city, you know, they don't, you know, people don't just like go crazy with it, but yeah, like if a guy, I know like in Saskatoon in Canada, there's always an NHL player from there that wins, they get. Oh yeah, it gets rowdy. Okay. There's stories behind both that you're just like, man, that happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's I I have one degree of separation where a guy was hanging out with Ray Bork with his day with the cup, and he was just throwing it into his pool like as hard as he could. Yeah, like they oh, just yeah. beat the, the living hell out of it for a year, and then they give it back. Yeah, and I know
0: who when the Detroit Red Wings were winning it forever, I know that our tradition was like as a team they all like peed on it or something. So like whoever <laughs> got it next, yeah. like, you knew when they were holding it up, and if they like kissed it or whatever, it was like. Uh, uh, awesome. And then Anze Kopitar is over there drinking, eating cereal out of it one Even day. Even though they win, like, and you win back-to-back years, you're like, oh, let's clean this
2: off first. <laughs> did uh, did the Calgary media prepare you for uh, the Philly media? Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like they're so uh, nice up there. Like, oh, help, help, boot, help boot the game. Help boot it the game. Well, you know, we had, you know, and I love them.
0: You know, I still talk to them, you know, and I would say there's about eight media outlets that would show up you know kind of on a daily basis and it was real you know it was yeah it was a lot calmer it was a lot nicer it wasn't it wasn't philly i would how are you are you are you getting, getting away like from it vibes maybe would you say what vibes i'd be like they would be more like jacksonville, jacksonville yeah. <laughs> media like hey you're gonna have a good season right you'd be like yeah they'd be like okay cool and that Talk was to it. You. And after yeah. a
2: preseason game, there's like 10, 15 dudes in your face just like, hey, what would you think about that? You think you're going to get cut? You think you're not going to get yeah. cut? You're going to get a yeah. ball? It's like, I hey, just want to get home.
0: Yeah, I talked to the GM this morning. They already said you're on the cut board. How does that mean? <laughs> how,
2: how do you know this? Uh, you
0: know. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think anything prepares you for the Philly media, but that's that's why Philly's great. That's, that's why
2: Philly's yeah. the best Are you favorite. able to get away from it anyway, anyway or out of uh, out California, or you still listen to it a little bit?
0: Uh, I, you know, you listen to it a little bit. You see it on Twitter. Twitter makes everything yeah. just – too accessible Like yeah. You get tagged In something And people are like Will he answer It's like No but I
2: see it Thanks,
0: <laughs> I'm not a You know we When guys are like Ah oh, you know I don't check Twitter It's either like They either deleted The app Or they yeah. saw it Like you know No one <laughs> I you know When I see guys say That I'm like yeah, I get it Like if you have yeah. A rough game It sucks Especially in Philly But So
1: you're You're telling me All the DMs I've sent to your teammates They've definitely At least have seen them <laughs> Possibly <laughs> Okay. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. They're probably just like, who the hell's this guy? That's how we were yet, yeah. to Possibly, maybe, you know, but we all know. So here's a question for you. You have 125 career tackles in the NFL. I'm setting your over under this year for tackles at 133 and a half. You taking the over or the under? I'm going to over better always. Okay. So I just want to let you know, you'd be breaking the franchise record for tackles. Guaranteed. <laughs> okay, so you just guaranteed a guarantee. the franchise Alex So you're going to take down uh, Reggie White's record? I love it. That's
2: wow, I love that.
0: This story. He's the he's the single season
1: leader.
2: That's they just started doing combo tackles. I think in '94. So I'm surprised
0: that no linebacker. Would have I mean, Trotter, Trotter was here for so gonna, long. You would think like Trotter he Trotter didn't
2: have he was 125 yeah. or 127. Was Trotter? I was
0: so got to be up there.
2: Hey, you? what would you do? You only played, what, 11, you started 11 games? You had 120? I mean, you should blow by those numbers. <laughs> so, guaranteed, Yeah, Alex guaranteed Singleton Alex to break Singleton the franchise over record. Over 100, yeah. That'll be in the Inquirer, Philly Voice, all on the yeah. radio tomorrow. Yeah, so. every
0: hour I'm in trouble. <laughs> I, I came to California to not do media, and here we go. No, I heard you're going to be over on.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to get a call from Jeff McLean tomorrow and being like, hey, I heard that you – like, are you basically said, Reggie White, yeah. who's that? Oh, I'm going to break his record. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm also <laughs> taking if a hockey game, if I'm in Vegas and a hockey game over-unders like 11, I'll be like, I'm taking the over. Okay. I mean, how do you, not, I mean you, know, you have to. It's life's over. Life's too short.
1: It's over. Yeah, yeah it's
0: always cool. over, right? I think that's not what the, bar, the barstool guys got.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. life's got too short to
2: over. bet the over but, or the yeah, under.
1: I'll always bet the over. If I bet the under, you're a miserable person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're rooting for no points. Who roots for no points? In anything, yeah, it's like, like Super Bowl Fifty Three did. Yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's true. But that's impre- See, but then I leave that game. I'm like, that's impressive, man. That's good defensive play. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I mean, both. when you're Jeffrey, well, you get you know what that is. When you're Jeffrey Lurie and you go right up, you you win the Super Bowl. You go right up to Jim Schwartz and like, say, "Hey, that was a terrible defensive game." It's like, oh, thanks, thanks. Uh, see, <laughs> uh, pr- president, CEO, whatever, owner. I mean, who cares? Yeah. We to,
1: you're taking home the Lombardi at that oh, point. Yeah, you give up We'll talk about 40. that on
2: Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the weekend.
0: Why 49? So, yeah, when I went to Canada, you know, it was just kind of the number they gave me. And so, which is kind open? of cool. Like, so, I learned a few things. So, I have Canadian citizenship, uh, you know, and American citizenship. That's why I went up there and played because I ended up being a draft pick and all this stuff. But what's cool is the border is the 49th parallel. Oh, ah. So then, you know, and then when I got to Philly, you know, I think, you know, they gave it to me, like out of respect that I played with it for three years. And so it's kind of, you know, become, you know, my number. And I think it's cool that, you know, someone told me one time that it's the 49th parallel, you know, and as a pro, you know, what the only good thing is, I know, like, if you go to other teams, 49 is usually available.
2: Yeah, it's it's usually a fullback number. Yeah, but you're going to sign a seven year contract. So you're
1: not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Once you
2: break Reggie White's record, I mean, you're not going anywhere, man. (laughs)
0: My next um, to Reggie White's forever. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> they're making room in the rafters of the building already. <laughs> the, I know um, one. I know one franchise for forty nine is not going to be available.
2: Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles franchise <laughs> number forty nine will always love you. You <laughs> might there not you get go. that, but we get that. Okay. Um, so you're the only first round pick out of all the linebackers in in the, on the Eagles. Do they guys look up to you?
0: First round pick. I wasn't a first round pick. I mean, number six overall in the,
2: the CBIFL, baby. <laughs>
0: You know, they, they do like it, you know, especially now that they're all a lot younger than me, it's become like, you're 27. <laughs> a lot I mean, like Sean Bradley and Davion are like 22, it's true. I think uh, TJ's 24, 25. So, and after that, I mean, everyone else, you know, like Duke and Nate, you know, they're free agents. So, and they're both younger. They're both 25, 26 as well. Damn. We got a young, it's a young, you are guy. the old
1: dude on the team. Oh, and I, do, I, correct. Are, are you older than the linebackers coach too? No, he is like four months older than me. Okay. All right. So you guys are like college roommates then? Here's my boy. No. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. No, yeah. I think, uh, I think we graduated the same year from college. Damn. There you, you go.
2: Press t- Taylor and he who must not be named on this podcast right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, you know, I've talked to him. It's already a good relationship. So I'm super excited about that. It makes That's it awesome.
2: It makes it fun. You know what I
0: mean? You know, it'll just be a, obviously a change from, you know, Flage who is a great coach and, just excited for, you know, something new. See what, see what else someone can bring. You know, when you play for someone for two years, it's always fun to, you know, have someone throw a wrench in your game and kind of, okay. you know, adapt and, you know, you know, obviously hopefully get better.
1: Yeah. So I have to assume you've seen footage of the Super Bowl parade from the Eagles. Now, you've okay. been in one parade as a CFL. How badly do you want to go down Broad Street?
0: I think that would be the coolest thing in the world. Like, I don't think – when I tell people about Philly, I always say – it's the only place that you play where like the city is the team. Like they don't mm-hmm. no one in the city, like cares that you're on the team. They only care that you're on the team because it's their team places, right. uh, like, I feel like everywhere else in sports, they like their players cause they're on that team. Like they like you because of who you are and they're happy that you're on that team in their city. But in like Philly, it's like, no, the Eagles are our team. Mm-hmm. You're, you're renting a spot right now for a few years, you know, even yeah. if, you can play for
1: two decades. Eventually you're not going to be there and we're still going to be here. Well, I've you know, said this before. It's like you, you can come in here and do whatever you want, but after your career is over, I still have to deal with the repercussions of what you did while you were here. 100%. This is, these are our, this is our team. Yeah. I, I actually think Philadelphia is in special in that way where I think we're the only fan base that treats their professional sports team like it's an SEC. It's a cultural event, an Eagles game. Agreed.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And the coolest thing, though, like I know the guys were telling stories like during the parade, people threw ashes in front of the mm-hmm. like, hey, these people died. And all they wanted you to do was win. Like you made my grandpa's life and threw mm-hmm. their ashes on Broad Street. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Like, that's, that's my feeling cool. like, I mean, it's like, I mean, the loudest I've ever heard it was when we were getting booed 21 nothing to the Giants a couple years yeah. ago. But yeah. like
1: my bad that I was there.
0: It's, uh, yeah. it's the best. <laughs> It is the best fan base. It's fun, you know, and I, I tell people a story all the time this year, you know, after the pick six, you know, obviously a lot of people, whether or not knew who I was or didn't know who I was, I was walking down the street, you know, just an old city back to my apartment and like this group of like teenage girls, one of them like pointed was like, hey, that's Alex Singleton. I'm like, you're not getting that anywhere else in the world
1: yeah,
0: and- <laughs> with teenage girls. You know, they don't most don't care about football and most don't care enough, you know, to know like specific players if they do. But the fact that like this group was like that's so cool that I was walking. I was like that. That's why Philly's the best city to play sports in. Damn,
2: that is that is cool. Um, so as a former number six overall pick, where do you think the, the Eagles are going at number six this year?
0: Man, I had hat on for a second. <laughs> wherever wherever they want to go, uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to have whoever they take as a teammate. You know. And your I'll, agent
2: behind you right now just trying to deliver you that answer? Yeah, he's going like this right now. He's like, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop.
0: No, yeah, you know, I mean, let's just, you know, get a good dude and let's <laughs> go. Hey, all right, know? Alex saying saying Hamilton wants a dude.
1: Alex Hamilton wants, wants a dude at six. Dude at six. That's all, that's all we're asking for. Hey, that's fine. I'll take a dude. How, how electric is the Showtime cam? Because after your interception, the first thing you did was run to that Showtime cam. That looks like it's the most fun place in the world to be.
0: It is, but this season, like, as you know, like, no fans. I mean, you have – where where else do
1: you go? I. Like, it was funny because, like, <laughs> go to the empty, someone would make the corner make the, and you're like – <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone would make the play on the other 45 and they'd <laughs> sprint the full length of the field to get to the showtime can. they like, here we go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it takes pictures.
0: Like, you got good pictures Ooh. out of it, too. So, like, oh. you have to you, – you I mean, gotta, you need the clout. Yeah, it, it, it was fun. Like, it's a good way to kind of –
2: I'm sorry, the sun is. <laughs> ah, you're the, fine. Oh, no,
1: don't worry <laughs> about it. Sun it's California.
2: good lighting. It's like you're an Instagram influencer. Um,
0: yeah, it's uh, what are they, like golden hour or whatever. It's like
1: getting yeah. ba- you're getting back at us for, you know, making jokes about Reggie White. You're over here. You're like, well, check out all this nice sun I have. Like,
0: yeah. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. yeah, so Showtime Cam, you know, it's, it's a good time. It was right there. I think if fans are there, it's not used as much. Hmm. I don't think guys would go out of their way to go to the other side of the field.
2: They'll just run to Mike Trout. True, yeah, Mike he, Trout? he has great seats. He has uh, great seats. You yo, can, if like, you know
1: Mike Trout, and you ask him if he can just give me a ticket? I just want to or sit just come on time. the pod. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I'll, let me. Uh, you got it. On his phone. and That's your third Next guarantee. pick
2: six. Just give the ball to Mike Trout and say, hey, listen, the Word of Boys said hi. Go on the pod. Get on the
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll- <laughs>
2: Appreciate it.
0: From you Easy. guys, no. I, w- I won't even sign my name. I'll just put that. No, no,
2: pl- no. Nah. <laughs> just don't, don't give word them the
0: call-in number. Hey, just call this. Call this call,
2: call this number. Thank you. Do the FCS guys stick together in the NFL?
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of like a, a sign of respect that a dude like comes out of the FCS and makes it. You know, um, it's just kind of like you know, it's like a smaller fraternity within the you know big fraternity. I would say it's kind of because you know that you know, like at Montana State when. I think there's a guy on the practice squad right now in Tampa, and that's it, you know and mm. before me, a guy that graduated in o nine Dane Fletcher, who was with the Patriots for a while, you know, so it's not like you know we don't have guys going to the n f l or getting workouts or anything, so like from what I've known from like when I first came out in twenty fifteen, how little I knew about the n f l and like the process and like how to be a pro and all this stuff that you had to kind of learn on your own that you know guys at Alabama know coming going to Alabama going through Alabama yeah. and then going to the NFL
1: they already came in with a little money in their pocket going to Alabama you know and that
0: that whole, <laughs> process, that whole process is easier for them and so like when a guy you know when we were playing Arizona uh they were running back he had played in the FCS and I you know I tackled him and he was like yo Montana State man FCS like appreciate that I was, <laughs> that's pretty oh, cool. that sweet like it's cool and just like you know, because sometimes you don't even notice, but, you know, when you get the, the – you get the rosters, it's always like, hey, that dude went to, you know, wherever. That's super cool that he that he's making it. Oh, he's played for four years. That's super cool that he's, you know, been able to stick around that level.
1: What was your, like, uh, oh, shit, I'm here moment in the NFL? Like, where you were like, oh, I was not ready for this to be a be a thing, and it is.
0: Oh, man. Uh, I will say, like, my first, like, NFL, like, dang, this is a pretty cool moment was uh, the first game I played in 2019 was at Dallas Sunday night. We started on KOR and I was the center, so I gotta like start on the star in the Ooh. middle of, you know, Dallas Stadium, like looking around like
1: it's pretty dope. Like
0: if there's, yeah. a, if there's a first game to play in the NFL. This is it.
1: Uh should have took a poop on that star.
0: Yeah. <laughs> first first like, oh shit moment. Man, in practice. Have you ever seen Lane Johnson? Uh Oh yes, I have. I
1: met Lane Johnson, Brandon
0: Brooks, Jason Kelsey, uh, Jason Peters, and Isaac. Just looking at you, like, hey, we're gonna hit you. <laughs> so
2: and, like, and BG's wait. pissing him off because he's just yapping at him the yeah, whole time.
0: He's over there, like, and it's like, hey, do the one linebackers want to come back in or? <laughs> I'm good, I'll wait, man. It's only day two of camp. I'm good. I'll 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 learn more before I come. Oh, God, I, don't, I that for sure. I mean, our dudes. Yeah, I mean, we got our lines.
2: Stacked. Say stacked because we've been on we've been yes. on top of the O line being okay. Everybody wants to tell us that they're not okay. Say yeah. they're okay, please. Oh, they're more than okay. they yeah. Uh, I was gonna say everyone keeps
1: saying lineman at six. Get over yourself. So go get me a playmaker. Let's go. A dude. Folks, yeah, it's gonna dude. Ask, ask Lane Johnson. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. We get a dude. If anyone's willing to tell him he's not a dude, <laughs> to his face. <laughs> if you'll go up to Lane Johnson, to his face, and say, "Yo, man, you're not a dude." Then I I will say that our line's not okay. But until then, they are more than okay.
2: You have a I'm size s- right on your face.
1: Oh, I yeah. got to meet Lane Johnson the one time I was wearing a T-shirt that was talking about a once well a once Eagles quarterback that let's say was well endowed, and um, it was you know a joke shirt. I got my picture, and then he like stopped me and took a picture with his own phone. So I'm I I live in Lane Johnson's phone somewhere. Love that. That's a <laughs> yeah. good. Point.
2: Yeah. I just wanted um, to make sure you knew that story. <laughs> we'll get you, we'll get you out on this. Um, we have this last question sponsored by uh, Kenwood Beer. Um, if you when you come back, uh, it's a it's a Philadelphia beer. It's a Love Philadelphia that. light lager. I feel like you're a guy that likes beard or beer. Sorry, Be- yeah. guys with beards yeah. don't beard. don't not like beer. Yeah, so they got Canadians. It. I feel like in Canada, that's all you guys drink up there is beer. Yeah. Uh, so the refreshing light lager from Philadelphia, Kenwood Beer. You can get them in pounders or, or twelve ounces. Really good. Great color scheme too. Love so. that. I like it. Your boys with Johnny Goudreau, Johnny Hockey. Yeah. We've been trying to get him to to Philadelphia for a while. What can we do? This is not tampering, by the way. You're not in the. You're not in the. NFL.
0: totally oh, tampering. I'm technically a Flames fan deep down. Only because well, they, they pay my they pay okay. my salary for
2: three years. So. Um, oh, wait, do they own the Stampede?
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the that's, how the CFO, that's how you know the CFL. Like, it's you know, the, a lot of the cities like Edmonton isn't owned by the Oilers owner, but they're owned by like some dude that owns like another hockey team in like Russia somewhere.
1: Scotia Bank, you know? probably. I feel like yeah. everyone up there yeah, is the just Scotiabank own.
0: Bank owns everything in Canada. Yeah. Too. If you ever watch a TSN thing, it's just Scotia Bank, right? Seriously? Yeah. Every hockey night in Canada. Scotia Bank. <laughs> <laughs> How to get Johnny home, man, just, uh, one, don't have a Canadian only league and let him every time he comes back, you know, he, he likes being there. Um,
2: does he ever talk about Philadelphia though? Like maybe returning to Philadelphia?
0: I he spends his off seasons there. So. I know
2: he's right from the outside of Philadelphia.
0: No, he, he, he's a Philly guy. Uh, everyone, I will say every, I mean, just like anybody, I'm sure at the end of the day, he wants to finish his career at some point in Philadelphia.
2: Now, does that before he hits 30? Cause that'd be nice. That would be Not, nice. Yeah. At least
0: small though. So he'll always be fast. Like, I feel like he's so fast right now, that like, he'll be okay.
2: Okay. Well, and there's, nothing wrong with signing,
0: there's nothing wrong with signing contracts in Philly over
2: 30. There's nothing wrong. Unless no, you're the sports writers right. who just write write people and be like, Hey, listen, over 30, the guy's basically dead. That was all the Zach Ertz, <laughs> oh, all yeah. the Zach Ertz uh, articles this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hey, listen, if, if you see Johnny anytime soon, you talk to him, just, Hey, listen, he's always got a place back home in, in Philadelphia. He wants to force a contract trade.
1: Yeah, you also big. have to tell him. You also have to tell me it was my wife an apology. My wife went to Northeastern. He had committed to Northeastern. Then Northeastern fired their coach, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm out. I'm going to BC." And then my wife was like, "Well, I didn't get to watch Johnny hockey." And I'm like, "Sucks to be you. Should have went yeah. to UMass like me." He won like the Heisman of college. Hockey. Yeah, I mean, he was ridiculous in college hockey. He was unreal. Yeah. So it was unreal.
2: In the NHL, it's all. He know. still is unreal. Yeah. I love Johnny hockey. Bring him home, Alex. Bring him home.
0: That's our goal. You know, if we could and fans in the stands, he comes to games, you know,
2: it's, it's the little things. It's Why doesn't he get the Mike Trout seats? Cause that's he's not making that Mike Trout <laughs> that money that Mike Trout's making. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Guy signed a half a
1: billion dollar contract.
2: Yeah, that's, that's true. Do you ever that's, think about getting into baseball after you see, see Fernando Tatis Jr.'s contract? Holy shit.
1: Tib- you could be the next T-O.
2: I,
0: I try to practice every day. You know, I broke my elbow in high school trying to throw a football and baseball at the same time. So. I don't. I don't think that's I'm like at
2: the exact same time.
0: No.
1: So I had
0: Tommy John in my. Oh, you? To- oh, damn. Well, that
1: means you can throw
2: harder now.
0: No, no. So I didn't <laughs> okay. do the rehab. So
2: that's uh, that's a, that's a so, football guy move. Like, ah, uh, you know. So there's
0: 15, our when you're 15 and you do it, you're like, this rehab sucks. I'm just gonna go yeah. play linebacker now. Huh? Well, of like, oh, I want to be a left-handed pitcher in the league. You know, it's it's fine. Oh, so you're, you're saying you're, you're officially
1: retired from baseball now?
0: You know, I'll never officially okay. retire. Okay. Golf ball league, men's
1: league. I'm not going to beer league. You can't. So you're open to a tryout with the Phillies. I got you. Oh,
2: I'll end. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all ends. yeah Yeah. You can run with that too. Well, yeah. we're getting storylines all over the place. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait till the, the Alex Singleton guarantees the, uh, the record for, for combo tackles in a season. Yeah. Goes to WIP tomorrow. You hear this, Angelo? You hear us? We'll give you that one for free. Next one's going to cost you. Well, Alex, this was awesome, man. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, follow me on Twitter, AlexSingleton49. Get involved with the Special Olympics. They're doing great things over there. I've actually done some things uh, a couple years ago with the Special Olympics. They do a great job over there and, uh, and participate in the Polar Pop because the Polar Pop's just as cool as the uh, Ice Bucket Challenge. I know it's not mainstream, but me and Gary are going to do it.
0: We're going to do yeah. it. And we're
2: going to donate to your team.
0: Love that. Yeah, PAPolarPop.org. Yeah. We're uh, Pop Eagles Pop. You know, it's, you know. And the Jeff, YouTube you know,
2: channel.
0: You know, yeah. And the YouTube channel is just Alex and Ashley Singleton. Mondays and Thursdays are live. Ooh. Everything's live. You know, we want you to do the workouts with us. If you can't, they're recorded. They're saved. Join us. It's fun. Get your Love workout it. in. Enjoy awesome.
2: it. Awesome. Well, that's awesome. Alex Singleton. Good luck this year. We'll be rooting for you. Especially you, for uh, all those tackles you're going to get.
1: Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You. The Woodard Boys podcast was created and hosted by Gary Lay and Kyle Pagan With contributions from Jason Green Executive producer John Barchard And our theme song is Telescope by the Pine Bayers